everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from unseasonably warm Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist, a podcast. I'm Frank. And I am Dan. And coming up today, we're getting to some end-of-year stuff. It is, well, or beginning-of-year stuff. Well, yeah, but it's... We're pro- we're it's fast- our end-of-year... We're fast approaching the end of the year 2015. Yes. It's and coming so to a close. There's stuff that must be done. There are some, things to some do. housekeeping. Yeah. In our lives. Once you, uh, once you turn that odometer over, you gotta, mm. you gotta, there's some maintenance you gotta, mm. you gotta perform. There's an impulse every year. We're we'll, programmed almost. Yeah. To uh, want to change ourselves at the end, at the beginning of each new year. Indeed. So uh, we're going to be talking we'll get a to that. bit about that later on. Yeah. Uh, but first, of course, we have uh, some news stories. We do. Would you like to Dan? share one with us? Yes, Dan. How newsy can you get? I would like to take us to um, a uh, <clears throat> the story of a Catholic priest ah. who has been mishandling or misuse, misappropriating uh, funds that, from the collection plate over the last nine years well, to pay for a, um, well... Please say a Lamborghini. No, a heavily muscled S&M master. Oh, yeah. To uh, provide him with sexual services. Yeah, Frank just showed me a picture and... <laughs> He's yummy. <laughs> He's yeah. beefy. Let me tell you something. He's definitely beefy. Okay, so my what's funny is that oh, here's, here's my very first impulse on that. Oh, he's a he's a he's a beefcake for sure. Yeah, yeah. My very first impulse on this is like, oh, a priest who's not abusing children. That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's my note right here. That's absolutely my note. I was so I'm like, yeah, get that man. A hot stud <laughs> so that he can, like, find a, some outlet for his sexuality that doesn't hurt kids. Apparently, a million dollars has gone missing <laughs> since uh, since about 2003 Wow! Um, to fund drug-fueled yeah. sex nights with, uh, this, with this dude, right? Yeah. Um, beefy McCotterson. And this is my, this is what it says right here. This is my little note. It says, this is what it costs to keep priests from little boys. Yes. <laughs> exactly. One it's, million dollars. It's amazing. <laughs> I, I just went and saw the movie Spotlight. Have you seen yeah. that one yet? Mm-mm, no. About the whole, the whole, uh, the Boston Globe, uh, investigation that sort of pointed out that the emperor has no clothes with okay. with the whole church. Oh yeah, okay. Uh trying to uh cover up priests' bad behavior and stuff. And yeah, it's I mean, now we all it's funny because now when we think of like most of us, I think when we think of priests, like half of what we're thinking is like, hmm, keep your children away. <laughs> Well, yeah, what dirty little secrets do these men have? Well, it turns out to be a, an actual phenomenon, like a, yeah. a psychologically valid phenomenon that yeah. that uh, priests, yeah, a, percent, so, uh, a, a, a shockingly high percentage of priests. Th- there are some wonderfully salacious details okay. that I still haven't gotten to. Yeah, yet, yeah, sure, sure. Um, apparently, in 2012, um, he spent over $60,000 just for... Uh, the drugs. Okay. Okay. Um, and he also bought, same year, a $264,000 home. 
Okay. And was paying <laughs> over $1,000 a month for uh, the, 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 the boy toy's apartment. Wow. Okay, so this guy had this. This is just a priest? <clears throat> He's not like a bishop or something? No, it's just like some New York City big congregation. It sounds like he was over a couple of them. He had multiple plates to, okay. to be dipping into. Um, the, the suit, there's now a lawsuit, of course. Um, brought by whom? Brought by those, by people. By parishioners? In the, in the pari- yeah. Do they have any say? I mean, like, my sense of, like, how a church works is that you give money and hope that they use it in a way that you approve of because they don't have to report jack fucking shit. See, now, I don't I don't know. But um, they are, um, yeah, they are suing for sort of uh, breach of fiduciary trust. I see. Uh, negligent supervision, fraud, uh, so forth and so on. Okay. Um, but apparently, in the summer of 2014, maintenance workers at, uh, at the church <clears throat> saw, quote, Several unstacked piles of cash, each approximately <laughs> one foot high, scattered throughout uh, Father McKelly's uh, rectory residence. What? So he was skimming like $20 bills at a time, like probably multiples at a time yeah. from each plate. And then, you know, depositing the rest in whatever account. And so everybody's like, oh, okay. Well. And then taking it all home and Scrooge McDucking through it. Apparently yeah, just piling it in his room with that and like swimming <laughs> with some hot man in money. Um, but anyway, he also apparently ripped off money um, uh, from a fund to buy a new pipe organ oh, for no, the church. Not the organ. For, well, I mean, he was using it on an organ, <laughs> just not not and, one that the congregation could enjoy with him. And apparently he also put uh, his... Uh, his 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 boy in he put him in charge of the thrift shop as well <laughs> um well there you go yeah put him to work and uh but here's the great thing so the article ends with this line and i have this is this is the part where i i just kind of lost it okay? <laughs> okay um so i guess when they called um the the young man he just hung up. But when they mm. called the priest, um, uh, the priest declined to answer the call through the church receptionist. He's still there. <laughs> of course he is. He's still on uh, the job. Yeah. You don't, you, you can't, I mean, honestly. How, what, how is this guy, I mean, like. You can't, you can't get these guys out of, out of those, uh, you can't get a the, guy defrocked these days. It's unbelievable. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard enough to get frocked in the first place. <laughs> Although not for this man. No. He was paying for his, he, yeah. anyway. Yeah, he was getting his frock on for sure. But anyway, I thought that was, uh, I thought it was delightful. That's so there are funny. other sort of just needless details that i won't go into but, um funny that you went to the exact same place i did yeah well that's really that's I mean, just the obvious it was kind of low-hanging fruit i guess i don't know well i don't know how low it was hanging <laughs> we didn't see that in the picture anyway i'm gonna move us to um to arkansas that mm-hmm. uh that liberal bastion of arkansas in here these united states uh that's a joke. It's very conservative. And uh, one of the ways that we know that <laughs> is uh, 
So last month, the FUFRF, the Freedom From Religion Foundation, yeah. sent a letter to the, and this is kind of their 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 goal in life, their their main purpose uh, for reason for existing is sending these letters uh, to the Craighead County Assessor's Office uh, regarding a metric fuck ton of crosses hanging in their offices. What? Just every goddamn where. Okay. There are crosses just hanging all over the walls and everything. Okay. They're in public view. <clears throat> They've got Bible verses inscribed on them. It's just that, you know, it. it's just clearly they violated the law. So <laughs> uh, the Fofurf got involved um, <clears throat> and there was a little bit of a hubbub and a local um, a judge I think agreed with them, and so they had to take it all down. They took all the religious symbols down. Okay, good. Uh, th there's a bit of a problem. They put them back up. <sighs> <laughs> once once the TV cameras left and whatever, they just plopped them right back up again. Oh, wouldn't you know? Apparently right. not understanding how, you know, legal decisions work or <laughs> how the Constitution <laughs> works. Um, it's not just for show. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> right. They, they uh, apparently one they um, they said uh, public service employees do not forfeit their constitutional rights by working in a public office. If the right that they think they're talking about is the right to hang up a cross, yep, they do. They do not have the right to hang a cross in a public in a public building like that. That's. People's just understanding, not how that works, like what their rights are, right? It's just, it's just amazing to me. Well, and people think because that if, if they can just call it a right, if they can just assert that something's a right, then it is a right, and they have a right to to to, to do whatever they want. Well, then I've got a lot of rights, right? People, yeah. You know what? Out. Jesus said, "I can stone my wife to death for having an affair." That's my right. It's my God-given right as a Christian. I mean, wh why do I believe in this guy otherwise? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I'm stoning my wife to death. You can't stop me. It's legal because I have the right. Freedom of religion. Right, exactly. Yeah. Nope, not how rights work. That is not how <laughs> rights work. So uh, anyway, uh, there's, a n there's another letter now from the... Uh-oh. It's like, um, yeah, they, they say, quote, when the government is an employer... It surely has an interest in regulating the speech of its employees while they are acting within their governmental role. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yes. like any employer. Yes. Uh, yes. You, you can't, you can be fired from a job for, for speech. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, you uh, can't just put up a cross anywhere yeah. you want to. You can get fired for things you post on Facebook. Yes. If you happen to say the wrong thing. Right. About either your company, your boss, yeah. some issue your company's involved in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's all sorts of ways to, to put limitations on people's freedom. Rights. Of expression. Their rights. Their, their constitutional hey, you know rights. You have every right in the world to hang that cross. We have every right to fire you now. Right. Well, there's that. You have, I mean, you have what you have the right to do is like believe what you want to believe. Mm-hmm. Hangs crosses in your own home. I mean, how would they feel? Would they be full on supportive 
if a little Baphomet statue showed up, if some if some pentagrams started showing up on the wall, would they defend the rights of that employee? Because I'm thinking not. Yeah, no. No, of course not. We have the right to be Christian and to make sure everybody else is too. All right, moving on. Well, I have a story about some people who felt strongly, we can assume, about their own Christianity. Mm. Decided to... Uh, take matters into their own hands oh dear because of this dan yeah. this little little bit of arabic writing okay right? you're showing me a picture of a it's it's on the side of a house yeah that's the eve of a house yeah and there's this little placard that uh that the that, that some Got somebody some, some weird looking squiggles on it yeah somebody had hung up um Back in the uh, back in the 1980s, oh okay, on, onto this home. So it's been right? there for a it's long. Been there time. a long time, and the family that hung it up, um, a, a Pakistani family. Sure. They uh, and and I guess the it says what does it say in Arabic? It says wishing you a peaceful welcome. Is what it says. Those bastards. <laughs> Those terrorist asshole bastards. <laughs> well, fast forward to uh, 2015 in this uh, uh, neighborhood of uh, Townsville, Australia. <laughs> That's not a real Townsville, Townsvilleton, <laughs> the city of Townsville, the, the city. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go on. Townsville City, <laughs> Australia, country. <laughs> Uh, anywho, um, some uh, some neighbors decided that uh, they needed to set this house on fire. Oh, oh, good. good and good. first, vandalize it. <laughs> uh, they were caught while dispersing the gasoline. Holy shit! That they were going to light. So they were able to they, the catch owner, them before the, they the, the, the new homeowner. Oh, it's not even the original it's homeowner. Not, they, the, the new people who, who moved in, uh, who are not Muslim, uh, decided they, they knew the family of this Pakistani family and were very fond of them. And they just decided to keep it up because that's something that they put up on this house. And it was just kind of, you know, it reminded them of them. And they, you know, it was just a nice thing to do, you know? Yeah. And so... It wasn't an expression of their culture, but they felt that it was a nice expression mm-hmm. that they that they felt some connection to, and so they never took it down. Huh. Um, they uh, so these vandals uh, spray painted and did a lot of damage, uh, but they spray painted uh, statements like, "Is this where you hide the terrorists?" On mm. one wall, yeah. Um, on another one, it says, fuck your Allah. Okay. That's nice. That's, that's pretty. That's just on like a closet door, it looks like. Sure. Um, huge puddle of uh, gasoline. Um, we'll fuck up. We'll fuck you up, whores. Oh, it good. says on another oh, one. Good. And my favorite is, go home. That <laughs> you've written on their home. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, well. I did. Here I am. Here we are. I'm home. I what love, I love is they go through and they spray paint all this shit, and then they're going to set it on fire. Right. They do not understand how vandalism works. Uh, yeah. They're, these people are not going to see your, your carefully chosen <laughs> words. 
you're, uh, you're, uh, you've clearly put a lot of time and effort and energy into this, a lot of thought. Yeah. Uh, and and then you're just gonna burn it before yeah. anyone has a chance to see it. Yeah. Thank God they stopped them from burning that house. <laughs> uh, apparently, it was about fifty thousand dollars in uh, damages. Yeah. Wow. And uh, of course, now they're cleaning up and uh, getting ready to move on. Uh, the, 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 you know, I mean, the, this kind of thing. Um, you can put fifty uh, a fifty thousand dollar, you know, price tag on the damages, but this is a family that now all of a sudden doesn't even feel safe or yeah, uh, even and or even welcomed probably in their community. And strangely enough, they they're not the 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 from the minority group that was even being targeted. Yeah, they're from the majority group. Yeah. Do a little research. That place has been up since 1980, blah, 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 boom. You can actually, like, you've got time to sort some things out before you go and burn it down. Well, it clearly had been bothering someone. You think? (laughs) Maybe. That's possible. That is one conclusion we could jump to. I'm curious, if if they were Pakistani, I wonder, is it Arabic or is is it Urdu? It could be Urdu. Because they look very, very similar. I think it's very possible. The Urdu alphabet is is a is is an indirect is a re, I guess it it comes from the Persian alphabet, which then comes from the Arabic alphabet. So, Dan, I not being an expert in uh, Middle Eastern or Middle Eastern derived languages, uh, no. I yeah, I just I, wanted I to know. sound smart. That's all. Don't worry. <laughs> you don't have to have, have an answer. I'm glad you looked that up on Wikipedia. I That's did nice. do that. That's I nice. I did do yeah. that. That's how you sound smart. How do you sound smart? That's what you do when you want to sound smart. No, I just all got right. curious about that. Right. Well, cool. <clears throat> anyway. Thank you. <clears throat> I'm going to take us to lovely Hawaii. Ooh. Hawaii. La, la. The island nation that's no longer a nation. Mm. Uh, the island state of Hawaii. Yeah. Um, it's an island with a king. Well, I mean, it doesn't have a king anymore. No, I know. But they did, used to. Did do. They used to. And you know what else they used to have? And some of them still kind of do? What? Gods. Oh, yeah. Religion. Religious gods? They have religion, uh, their own sort of fun, cute little religion. <laughs> uh, just adorable. Yeah, I've, I think they're just adorable. Less adorable now, though. Now that they're, they've decided uh, uh, that the Hawaii's Supreme Court has uh, decided to pick those uh, ancient pretend gods over science. I beg your pardon. So um, there was there were plans and a, and a permit issued to build the thirty meter telescope or TMT. Uh, a $1.4 billion observatory that would have better resolution than Hubble. Wow. It's, this was going to be the new telescope. Wow. Uh, the, the, I mean, basically, we'd be looking back in time. I love it. Uh, into the distant corners of the, of the universe. Who knows what we could see with that? Well, like planets and stars. Who and knows what's out there, Dan? I mean, mostly it's just God. Like, there's like nebulas and planets and stars and things. The, the, the edge, the, the very edge of, <laughs> of, of, of the visible universe. Right, right. Ooh. Well, unfortunately, they decided to build this thing on top of a mountain called Mauna Kea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a dormant volcano. Okay. Uh, and it is a, a nice high point. 
so that they can yeah. sort of see up into the up into the skies, the heavens. Yeah. Uh, it is also, however, the uh, the home of deities, the fiery birthplace of all of life, according to native lore. Okay. Uh, so you can't build anything on there. You'll piss off the gods, I guess. You'll piss off the people who believe in the lore. Kialoa pis, pis, Pisciota. I, like, it's like a, a Hawaiian Italian, I guess. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a spokeswoman for the uh, native Hawaiian organization Mauna Kea Anaya Ho oh, yeah. uh, said, It's not a realm for mankind, but a realm where we go to learn the ways of the heavens. Yeah. That's what we're Quite trying literally. to do. Yeah. Learn the ways of the heavens. But no, they mean, you know, the other, magi- the other ma- kinds of the heavens. magic folk. Yeah. Fake heavens. So, uh, yeah, there now there's a bunch of trouble and they don't know where to put the goddamn thing. And uh, so, yeah. <sighs> That's so disappointing. Point superstition. I mean, so. <sighs> Is that just how it works? You can decide that something is is sacred and then you get to thwart plans? Well, kind of. I mean, here's the thing. There's this whole... Like, I'm having, I have an argument inside of myself about stuff like this. Yeah. You always hear about, like, you know, you're desecrating... You know, you can't build there because you're desecrating an Indian burial ground. You know? Yeah. Or you can't... Yeah. You know... Or there's a, you know, a tricky, there's a heritage issue at stake. Well, and And I, and, and, you know, if if it's, if it's somewhere in Cambodia and they want to, you know, take down a, an ancient Buddhist temple to make way for a, you know, a super highway or whatever, I would have a problem with that, but that's a heritage issue. Right. I don't think a mountain can count as heritage. Especially since they're not destroying the mountain. They're not, like, ripping down the mountain. No, they're, they're just plop- putting something up in there. They're plopping something on top of it. You know what, though? This is probably actually a dodged bullet, to be honest. Because we know from at least, like, movies like Poltergeist, what happens <laughs> when you build in, like, Indian yeah. burial grounds. Wasn't yeah. that Indian burial grounds? Yeah, I think so. Or was that just no? That was just a cemetery. Just shit. A, wrong. Wrong movie. The whole, There's another movie that's about Indian pet burial cemetery. Grounds. Was that Indian burial grounds? I don't know. Let's yeah. just say yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> well, those pets came back to life as little zombie pets. If we'd build this telescope, I haven't seen the movie. I'm just the guessing. telescope is going. Yeah, I think that is what happens. <laughs> I'm not sure. I haven't seen it either. But this telescope's going to come to life and start uh, telescoping us. I don't think that's what would happen. I it's going to look into our homes. I think there would be um, serious construction problems. Okay. There would be a number of deaths on the construction site. Yeah. Um, that's there would be. <laughs> we just do that. <laughs> you can't spend that much money building something without somebody dying. you got to kill one or two. Otherwise, where's the, where's the story? <laughs> um, and then, of course, I mean, there'll be some sort of like haunted road. It's always like, right. you know, people are veering off of and terrible mm. accidents while the researchers and scientists are, you know, driving back and forth from the from the facility. And then one, do they even have to go to the facility one or is it like Hubble literally where you can just be re- like remote in? And I'm stuff? guessing most people would. I, I'm guessing somebody has to be at the facility. Just like polish the lenses or something. Well, yeah. And like 
maintain. I think maintenance Sweep. is probably important. Dust. They have to dust every once in a while. Check the bolts for tightness. Get out some some of that air spray. The yeah, air gun thing. Sure, sure. A little WD forty every now and then does wonders. <laughs> so stupid. Though. Anyway, yeah. uh, so don't uh, don't get too excited about seeing new nebulae anytime soon. Because well, uh, I mean, there's that one that they want to build on the other side of the moon, right? Aren't they doing that? Uh, that's well, not build it on the moon, but like launch it out there and it would stay on, on the other the, side of the, the moon, f- on the f- dark side of the moon. They should call that the uh, the the Pink Floyd scope. <laughs> Indeed. Anyway, uh, if you have anything you'd like... No! To- oh, there's more? I have a story, Dan. I started? I thought you started. Um, Don't you have another story, then? Don't I? I do. I do. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm just going right, to... We'll folks. just keep going. <laughs> Dan is... He's anxious. He's, I rearranged... He's you know so what happened? Excited I rearranged the, the order of my stories on my laptop so oh, that I would... Because totally I made a last-minute change, and no. I thought I was done, and I'm not. All yeah, right. No, I have been staring at Donald Trump's ugly mug. Oh, on my Jesus. For okay. A while. All right. Let's so plow through. I, I'm definitely doing this story. Let's plow through. I don't care what you do, Dan, but no, I'm doing this fine. Uh, apparently, um, I'm not the only one tired of his ugly mug. Um, also, are members of uh, the Presbyterian Church, which he claims to be a member of. Uh, oh, okay. So he goes around. He when people ask him about his religion, he says he's Presbyterian. Um, but this, this whole issue ends up raising a very interesting point. Uh, but first, uh, this, this whole thing about them wanting to kick him out, uh, they feel that he is a bad example of what a Presbyterian is. Okay. Uh, He's racist. Yeah. For one. That's true. Uh, he's an Islamophobe. Yes. That's also true. Uh, and he's just an all around royal douchebag, um, which they try not to be. Yeah. Um, okay. So, but I mean, like, so so, so he's they've de- deemed him so bad that they want to give there, him the there's, boot. There's a group of um, of um, Presbyterian top officials types, which is kind of if you know anything about Presbyterianism, that's not exactly how and, it works. And you there's don't. no central organization, right? right? I mean, they're they're like they get together collectively. But the whole point of Presbyterianism is that it's decentralized. Yeah. Right. It's in, 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 in instead of being all centrally, you know, manipulated and controlled like the Catholic Church or the Mormon Church. Right. right? Which even takes it further than the Catholics. Um, the Presbyterians are all about sort of your local leadership and your local stewardship of the Lord's flock. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Blah, right. So. There, the, uh, but it does turn out that a member of the Presbyterian Church can be kicked out in sort of a similar fashion as to like excommunication. Yeah. But here's the problem: they have to belong to a specific congregation. Oh, okay. And so Trump is going around saying that he all he, that he's also Presbyterian. But there's no congregation that has him on the rolls. <laughs> they know where he was baptized when he was a kid. Yeah. But they don't know. But nobody's claiming him. Uh, because I, he I hasn't been, like we were saying, probably ever. Yeah, he's probably never been to church in his life. He got baptized. His I mean, he, he took him to a number of Presbyterian Easter. in the sense that, like, his parents always told him, yeah, we're Presbyterian. 
In case you need to know what you are, that's what you are. Well, and they maybe when he was young, they did like, you know, Easter and Christmas. Right. Maybe. Right. But it's clear that the man hasn't been into a Presbyterian church in a very, 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 very long time. Right. And so I wonder if you could I, I want someone so badly to ask him what uh, how Presbyterians differ from other Christians. Oh, that, yeah. I would love that question to yeah. go to him. Yeah. Can Is you he? explain to us why you're pandering to the to the um, evangelicals when you're a Presbyterian? <laughs> when when what your your own faith tradition uh, preaches has absolutely nothing to do with what they preach, right? But um, so um, you can add being Presbyterian <laughs> to the list of his lies. I listened to on the media uh-huh. like last week or the week before. I can't remember which one it was where they were talking about. Um, how like sort of lies in politics uh-huh. and how Trump really takes the cake uh-huh. in this matter. Sure. They got like a huge list of statements that he had made over the course of like the prior few weeks or whatever. Sure. And it was like 90 some odd statements or something like that. Mm-hmm. Not one of them was true. <laughs> Not one thing. They're basically saying that nothing that comes out of this man's mouth is true. He doesn't make an attempt at truth. He no, doesn't I know. care. I know. But and 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 they talked at length about sort of that phenomenon and how yeah. it's working for him and how strange it is because, you know, there there is a tradition of lying in politics, you know. Uh-huh. Um and uh but it, it's the things that you lie about and the ways in which you lie about them that sort of you can get away with. Right. Right. And that people that that people will forgive you for. The thing is, he's lying about stuff. People, his supporters know he's lying. Yeah. And nobody fucking cares. No, they like how he lies. Yes. They dig, like, the way he does it. Uh. I, think, I just went to PolitiFact and pulled him up. Because, <clears throat> you know, they do a roundup. Like, you can click on the person themselves and, like, it'll tell you of the things that they've checked. Uh-huh. How, what, how many are true, yeah. most, mostly true, half true, mostly false, false, or pants on fire. Yeah. He's pants on fire, right? Well, no. I mean, most of his are false. Okay. He's got 29. So 39% of his, the statements that they've checked are just false. Okay. 22% are pants on fire. Uh, 15% are mostly false. Zero of the things that they've checked are true. <laughs> <laughs> he's got five. He's got 7% mostly true. Oh. Or half. And he's got some half true. But zero come up as true. Yeah. He's remarkable. He's an amazing he, he, man. I don't even know what he is. I, I, I'm just, I'm completely flabbergasted. He may be, him. in all of the worst ways that we hate, the perfect American. <laughs> he may just be that. <clears throat> I'm not sure. So he deserves the presidency? God. I know. The, no. the, the, he is our greatest achievement. As the embodiment of what we are. <laughs> We just have to now. We have to elect him because he's he's oh, so perfectly. We're just resigning so ourselves. Crassly, perfectly American. Shit, that's it. That is us, isn't it? Okay, <laughs> fuck. Well, I guess that's us. Sorry, world. Here we here we come. Oh God. We don't have to be. We don't. We don't have to be sure. We just know we're right. We don't have to like check things. I know I'm right. I believe it. Mm. There you go. All right. Well, I've got one more story. It turns out I've got another story, Frank. Oh, Dan. I don't please. know if you know this. No, I knew that you did. Turns out I uh, I wasn't counting very well. <laughs> uh, 
Britain. You've heard uh, of Great Britain. <laughs> well, it's it's pretty good. I Subjective. Know. I don't know. I'd say great. <laughs> it's all right. It's fun. Actually, I would say great. I love Britain. Anywho, um, apparently <laughs> there was a two-year commission uh, yeah. chaired by a former senior judge, a woman named Baroness Butler Sloss. Possibly one of the funnest names I've ever gotten to say on this show. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. First name, Baroness. Wait, that's her first name? Last name, Butler-Sloss. Baroness. That's not a title. No, I don't think so. Someone gave their child the yeah. name Baroness. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Fine. There you go. Anyway, maybe it's a title, and I just don't know how to read English, like British English or whatever. (laughs) But the title is Senior Judge. Anyway, uh, she's a former senior judge, and uh, she – so so, um, there was this this commission Mm -hmm. that was set up. They they did a study for a couple – for two years and determined that – uh, Britain's not a Christian country anymore. Really? What they've come to is that uh, there are enough people of other faiths and enough people leaving the Christian faith that Brit- that they have determined that public life in Britain should be systematically de-Christianized. What does the uh, Church of England think of this? They're not overly happy <laughs> uh, what does their head the uh the, the queen I, I i don't have a quote directly from <laughs> from lizzie herself who by the way did you know that she is now the longest serving english monarch ever uh-huh yeah just barely passed that Isn't milestone that a few months ago and that crazy she, she beat out old uh old, old vicky yeah so there you go yeah craziness i was i was at her diamond jubilee Oh, really? I, I witnessed the flotilla oh. of the Diamond Jubilee. Oh, was it was it just majestic? It was it was the largest flotilla that the Thames has ever had on oh, dear it. Dear God. Uh the Thames River just completely stuffed full of boats, which sounds exciting until you realize they're just boats and they're going slow. Did the, the, the level of the water rise at all with all those boats in it? There were floods everywhere. Displacement of water? <laughs> Huge, massive displacement. Actually, that river has a massive displacement of water every single day. Oh, that's pretty Because true. it's a tidal river. It's a phenomenon I don't fully understand, but it, it rises in... It an in, estuary? It's a tidal river. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, just as this conversation has been hijacked by that by, by that topic, uh, the Church of England claims that the uh, that the cabinet ministers uh, have been hijacked by humanists. Oh, you see how no. I did that? I did a little uh, thing there. Whoa, no! Yes, the humanists. humanists. The humanists. Dear are, God, no! Yeah. Anyway, so uh, so this report uh, by the. Commission on Relief and Belief in Public Life. Oh, sorry, Relief. On Religion and Belief in Public Life. Ah, yes, that makes more sense. It makes a lot more sense. Uh, Claims that faith schools are, quote, socially divisive and says that uh, the selection of children on the basis of their beliefs should be phased out. 
So there are faith faith school. I'm guessing it's like schools like that are run by the C of E schools, but publicly funded. Maybe I think so. And and I think that they're like some of the really nice schools are 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 faith uh, are, are 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 like tied into churches, but they're public. I mean, the school system there is baffling to me. So it, this is not a parochial school. Because no. clearly, from a public perspective, who the fuck cares about parochial schools? Right, right. So these, these clearly must be... Wow. And public, school, public okay. schools in England have, uh, have religious education as a required... Uh, as a required course. Oh, do they? Yes. So, uh, so this this uh, commission also accuses uh, RE syllabuses of sanitizing negative aspects of religion uh, in lessons, and suggests huh. that the compulsory daily act of worship in school assemblies should be abolished and replaced with a quote time for reflection. They do. Wow. Really? Yeah. So, I'm learning something about uh, about the Brits. Yes, that I did not. I did not realize how they do their their service. Yes, uh, <laughs> schooling should be. Uh, the, the children need to learn about the church that none of us really cares about. Mm-hmm. It's very important. It's a time honored tradition. It is. You know, it's it's funny because you'd think that they'd be all like up in arms about that, but the Brits just handle it differently than here. Because here. Like, if they started teaching that much, if it was that Christian-y here, we'd be flipping the fuck out. But that's because we have evangelical Christians. Like, it's that's a different brand than yeah. C of E. Where C of E, it's just like, of course, we all know that that's true, but we don't care. <laughs> None of that's actually of right. any importance to us. Well, I mean, it is also a nation that has an official religion as well. Indeed. I mean, and that's its own sort of thing and it's so brought, brought traditions kettle of worms you know, along with it that mm-hmm. everybody's just sort of used to they don't it's, they don't find it strange right it's just what's that's just done. how it, that's just how it's been been done yeah right. so i mean it makes it's just it's just surprising that in a public school that there would be that but i mean there was in the united states you know daily prayer until i mean what 50 years ago, 60 yeah, years ago, how, many, like how many decades ago? Yeah, not too... Not, it, I mean, it took us a while to root it out, even though we didn't even have an official root. And we're still rooting. We're still trying. Yeah, that's it's true. It's pretty pernicious that's stuff. True. Especially depending on where you are. Yeah. All right, well... Tell us about your your time in school, kids. You, you, you please may, do. You may have had some uh, some interesting religious experiences in we school. We want to know more. If you do, uh, if you did, go ahead and write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail message. We do love to hear your voice. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Indeed. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist. Or while you're also on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Right. If you were on our Facebook page uh, in the last little bit, you may have seen... You, I mean, and it's probably buried now. You'll never see it again, thank God. But you, if you were lucky enough to catch it in time, you would have seen a video that I did for the Mormon Church. Oh dear God! Uh, Funny. I, as a as a young uh, as a teen actor. <laughs> You would have gotten to see that. It's the worst thing ever. Yeah, it's so. funny. It's funny. Congrats to you if you if you caught that. All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. This is this, this is uh, Lou Dobbs. We're gonna hear some some 
some real st- stupid shit come out of a panel of people's mouths okay. on the Lou Dobbsy show. But we need to set this up. They yeah. are talking about a zombie nativity that has been set up in the front of um, a, a, just a private home. Somebody right? somebody set up a, a nativity. It's all, it's all zombies. It's all zombies. It is quite large. It's like life size, but it's all with like you know figurines right and baby jesus is also a zombie as i recall everybody in it's a zombie right and he and jesus has got like fanged teeth and whatnot um so this is the panel lou dobbs has just been talking about this very upset about it yes and he turns to the panel and this is the conversation that they have and it came to pass that jesus did look unto them and said to them brains and, and and the zombie Christmas, may I turn to that quickly? <laughs> of course. Uh, the zombie Christmas seems to me insensitive on the part of the uh, the couple who decided to do that. Uh. They gave it a scene. Don't you think? Uh, look, I just think if you're going to have a display featuring beings who rise from the dead, I, I think Easter would be a more appropriate holiday. That's true. Ooh. That's, I never that's, thought of that. That's interesting. I, I, and I think if you're going to mock a religion, Joanne, I, I'm, I'm thinking they should have chosen the Islamic religion to see what would happen. <laughs> Well, yeah. Wouldn't that have been somewhat a display of courage as well? They as want to live. There are just so many religions to choose from, and really, yeah. you should represent them all in your nativity display if we really want to be an inclusive society. But I appreciate this man doing this. He owns a haunted house. It shows his entrepreneurial spirit as well as his Christmas spirit. Lou, I believe the beauty and strength of Christianity is that it can handle a little mockery like this. Yeah, I think you're right, and that's why we said God love them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lou Dobbs, that's why you said God love them. God love them. I just... Did anybody in that whole room know what the fuck was going on? Because they seem to be all on entirely different pages. One guy makes a joke about it being East more appropriate for Easter, which right. is pretty which fucking is funny, funny, but funny. really irreverent. Yes. Uh, and also, yeah, not exactly sensitive. No. Uh, and then the girl, the woman, I don't know who she was. I, I don't know what she's on. But yeah, apparently, like... Uh, she she's calling for an inclusive society in which all nativities include all the religions. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? And then Dobbs is just on some anti, some He's Islamophobic really pushing that agenda. Right, exactly. You know, Apparently, uh, he wants. Well, one we of, should make fun of Islam. Right, we should. Gonna, we should do a nativity. What, what should, that makes fun of Islam? Right. Oh wait, we're making fun of religions. Well, obviously, they chose the wrong one to make fun of. <laughs> <laughs> what what they should do? No, they didn't because it's also the one that if you make fun of, <laughs> nobody's gonna shoot you. Right? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's I think Dobbs's point was like, I dare you. He was like in an, in double dog dare mode. I know. Yeah. He, all right. It's crazy. Just crazy. <laughs> these these people. <laughs> all right. Well, we had some folks write into us, indeed, uh, and I think we should we should chat with them. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Tiara, Tiara wrote in to us. Uh, hi, Frank and Dan. I'm a little behind on your podcast, and I have a question. And I'm, but I have a question, and I'm seeking advice. Um, recently, my ne- my nephew of only six years has been hospitalized. He had hmm. to, to have a literally life saving surgery after coming dangerously close to having his throat close hmm. uh, due to swelling around his throat. He's fine now. After the surgery, my dad, while holding the cross around his neck, let me know that God had saved my nephew, and the only reason he didn't die was because everyone had prayed. 
I'm sure I rolled my eyes and gave him gave him a dumbfounded look to which he replied, you pray to your God and I will pray to mine. I replied with, I pray to doctors and nurses who devoted eight to ten years of their lives just to learn how to do this. <laughs> the conversation died after this. But I'm just so aggravated that everyone just bypasses the professionals who spend their life in this work to give all the credit to a magical man who hears your thoughts. Yeah. Um, I guess my question is two parts. First of all, how do I show adequate thankfulness and gratitude to all the doctors, nurses, surgeons, and anesthetic professionals? Had trouble saying that word, apparently. Mm -hmm. Who literally saved my nephew's life. Secondly, is there any way to thank everyone for their thoughts while still holding true that their prayer did absolutely nothing? Uh, thanks well. for any advice you might have. Well, thanks for writing in, Tiara. Yeah. Um, as far as like thanking the doctors and what, say thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't want to discount what they do, but it's their job. It's their job. They're you get, know, they they're, they're they, they get paid okay. Yeah, to do that stuff. <laughs> you, and the nurses maybe not. I mean, the you know, know, nurses make okay. They do, and some make they, really good depending on what they've sort of. But I mean, gone if, into. if if you're if you're feeling grateful, I'm sure that they appreciate. You know, bring in a bunch of cupcakes. Yeah, just drop it at the nurses station or whatever. They'll love you for it. Every, um, I, I, and I think, I think you're on to, I mean, I think that even the Christians know that the medical staff did amazing things and they will thank the medical staff also. A good portion of the Christians know. <laughs> there are those who seem to very quickly forget it. Well, yeah. And they, but it's and, not like they're going to not thank the doctors. Oh, no, 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 no. For being the Lord's instrument. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <sighs> um, the other thing, um, just about you know thanking people for their support. Yeah, same thing. Uh, yeah, I just thank, thank them for all their support. Just you thank know? them. You don't have to like every conversation that's we prayed for your blah 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 yeah. doesn't have to doesn't you don't have to call them on it every yeah. single time. No. You can just say thanks. Your words of support were so were invaluable. Right. And at the, and during this difficult time for our family. Right. Thank you. Know. Yeah. Thanking all people. your conversations and. You know, well wishes were, you know, greatly appreciated. No, I, I will I will say this. It's if, also okay if you're in the moment of a really difficult time mm -hmm. to request that people not talk to you about God. It's okay. Like if you, for instance, if, you know, if, if your family member or loved one, if your spouse is in the hospital and people keep saying I'm praying for you or whatever on Facebook, I think it would be okay to write, look, I thank you for your thoughts. Uh, please... This is a tough time for me. If you could have just refrained from saying stuff about God to me, I would really appreciate it. It would be helpful for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's fine and appropriate. But if they've already started saying, hey, our thoughts and prayers are with you. Hey, we prayed for you. All that really means, all they're really saying, they don't know that they're really just saying, I'm thinking about you. But that's all they're doing. Right. They're not but really, they they're, they're, they're not telling you anything about Jesus. They're just no. trying to say, I'm thinking about you and you're, you know, you're important to me. Well, and I think, I think one thing though, that people are trying to say to you when they say we've been praying for you is that they are trying to fill you up with that hope. Mm, yeah, right? that's tricky about, Hey, you know, the Lord's looking out for you. So don't forget that. Right. You know? And that's, I don't know, that's icky. That's gross. That's gross. So, I, but it's tough because you want to also give everybody their own space to deal with 
right. you know, tragedy and difficult times in, in, in the way that best suits them, that they're best prepared, the way that they're prepared to deal with it. Yeah. You know, it's a tough time to be having conversations about God. It's a bad time to have a conversation about God. Yeah. If you can at all avoid it, if you can deal with just brush it off and, yeah. and move on, then that's the best thing to do because it's the wrong time to have that conversation. Yeah. So I would say that there are two possible, there are two ways to approach it. Either they say the stuff about God and you just brush it off and you let it roll off your back. Mm-hmm. Or they say the stuff about God and you very kindly, you, you as gently as you can muster in that moment, say, that kind of stuff doesn't actually comfort me right now. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate you believing that. And I encourage you to find comfort wherever you can. But uh, I, that isn't comforting for me. Yeah. So I'd appreciate it if, if when you're talking to me, right. that's not where we go. Right. right. And if you, you know, if, and, 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 but don't try to resolve the, the question of whether prayer works, the <laughs> efficacy question. Don't like, like, don't try to Emotions resolve too close to the surface. Yeah. Don't try to resolve anything yeah. about, you know, don't definitely don't get into a, into a, you know, an argument about whether God exists or not. Just, yeah. just that's try what, and make the conversations as comfortable for everyone yeah. as possible in that's the moment. Not what I need right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Uh, I think we have a voicemail. Do we not? We do have a voicemail. Uh, this caller is responding uh, to something that we said about collections and collecting. Oh, yeah. We started talking about how if you if you accidentally collect two or three of a thing. Better watch out. You might end up being a collector. So he shares his story. Hey, Frank and Dan. Uh, this is Desert Dave down in San Antonio again. I was just listening to the part of the podcast about the uh, the collectibles. I had a similar situation when I lived in Saudi Arabia. My wife and I uh, used to like to buy the Starbucks cups from destinations that we actually went to. And I had started first with a couple of uh, cups that I just happened to like that were Starbucks. And exactly the same thing happened. We have about 60 or 70 cups from Starbucks, many from destinations that we've never been to, don't intend to ever go to, or if we did, we want to get our own cup. And uh, coffee presses from the collectible edition and every kind of Starbucks coffee container imaginable. And we don't know, have any idea what to do with it. It's fucking crazy. But what do you tell them? Like they buy you a $30 coffee cup, you know? Oh, no, I don't want that. Um, it was all a mistake. So now we are Starbucks uh, memorabilia collectors. Take care. Bye. <laughs> well, there you go. That's the, the risk you run. Yeah, if you buy if, more than one of a thing, right? If you buy if you buy three <laughs> of an odd thing, you may end up with fifty of an odd thing <laughs> before you're done. Uh, sorry about that. We, yeah, we, but we all know what to get, uh, Dave, for Christmas. That's right, Dave. You're uh, <laughs> we're sending you the TGIA Starbucks Special Edition Cup. <laughs> that doesn't exist, and we're not going to send you anything. No. This but thank you. But thanks for uh, for calling in. <laughs> Chris wrote to us from Melbourne, Australia. Ah, uh, Melbourne. Oh, uh, you, you, you Aussie, you down under. Um, one thing that's come up a few times recently in your podcast is the notion of, quote, respecting the person, if not their beliefs. I think it initially came up when talking about some personal attacks that were happening in the Facebook members only lounge. Uh, and has since been mentioned a few times in other contexts uh, as something you both agree on. Uh, I've got no problem with the, in- with the internet etiquette side of it and totally agree that abusing or bullying other forum members is out of line. 
I also I recognize that ad hominem attacks are common are a common logical fallacy that people resort to when they're losing an argument. Mm. I do, however, struggle with the concept of respecting a person who espouses some shitty ideology. It seems highly likely that if I don't respect that ideology, I won't respect the person in general. An example Sam Harris Sam Harris once gave was that of a Holocaust denier. The fact that they would even go down that road of inquiry speaks volumes about what kind of person they are. I can't see how you could put that mindset or or that aspect of their life to one side and have a general respect for them, uh, especially when you only know them through their beliefs, as is the case in the, with an author or someone on an internet forum. Uh, I accept that not that not everyone lives and dies by their beliefs, and that many people have wacky, non scientific, or irrational beliefs that they are rel- that are relatively harmless. For example, astrology. That's something I can live with, but when it when it's the main focus of someone's life, such as the case, such as in the case of orthodox or fundamentalist religion, I can't see my way to respecting them as people. As people, they're deeply religious, which I don't respect. Maybe I've got it all wrong, and you just don't, and you just mean respect in the sense of being civil and respectfully disagreeing. But it would be great if you could uh, discuss this further. Well, yeah. Well, okay, Chris. <laughs> the last bit kind of did sum it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think the idea is that like people uh in general sort of deserve just a level of 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 civil treatment. Mm-hmm. Uh just on the basis of them being folks. Yeah. Uh politeness. But it's not just about that. There's something more to it. I mean, people even when their beliefs are terrible, mm-hmm. I feel like there's something about humanity they've come to this these beliefs not you know they've come to them through some process mm-hmm. i don't this is where it gets tricky this is i know i'm 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 sort of stepping into some uh some murky water here yeah i think you are about to go further than i would want to go but right and i think i'm willing yeah. to do that yeah um I, but here's the thing i think i've been obsessed lately i think i may have said it on the show i don't know but i've been obsessed lately with how deeply flawed we human beings are Mm -hmm. as in general as a as a species we have these enormous prefrontal cortexes we're capable of so much uh, in terms of logic in terms of reason in terms of exploring the universe Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of creation of of things and yet the second an emotion even even like happens to tickle the side of a thought mm-hmm. our ability to be uh, logical and reasonable gets fucked up yeah we're not creatures of reason and logic we are creatures that have the capacity for reason and logic and then also get fucked up mm-hmm. and it's super easy to do and smart people believe stupid shit right. so i think to me I ha- I I have a level of of further respect based solely on the fact that I know I'm we're all just bumping around here doing our best. Sure. And I'm certainly not going to uh I'm certainly not going to engage with certain people and I'm not going to choose to be around certain people mm-hmm. because I because yeah, if every time you get around somebody they're like you know the holocaust was was fake, right? I'm going to be like mm that's a crazy belief, and I know that I'm not going to be able to talk you out of it, and I'm just not going to hang out with you. Right. But also, but that you know, I can be with someone who's a who's a religious person, 
and know that brilliant minds can believe deeply in uh, in very, very flawed ide- ideologies yeah. and know that that person still has a lot to offer me. I I mean, I hear what you're saying. Uh-huh. Um, Sorry, or still, or could have a lot to offer me. I'm not saying everybody does have a lot to offer me. I'm saying that someone could have a lot to offer me. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess as long as what you're doing is you're going into situations... Um assuming the best mm-hmm. from others um you're you're assuming good intentions yeah i don't think um, we have to assume the best i assume that most people have some pretty shitty things about them no but like you're you're looking for the best right in 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 the people right that you're that you're encountering in your life and that is that's an admirable admirable thing yeah um and that's a great approach um but at, at the end of the day when somebody consistently um, fights against your rights or speaks out against who you are, yeah, um, and I mean, things about you that are you know fundamental, maybe it's you know somebody who's you know publicly fighting against gay rights, right? And so in my case, right, um, that's what that person has decided to really do with their life and their 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 persona right right and so i don't know that they deserve my respect as a human being i can respect their humanity right i can respect the the fact that they have rights mm-hmm. i can respect the fact that they um you know deserve health right you know um but but you don't they, have to they, hang out with them. They they don't deserve my respect. You know, they don't, I, I, I don't feel the need to, and I, I think that's what, um, what was the Chris, Chris, I think that's what Chris is, is getting at with the last line here. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and so I don't know, like, I think it's about being respectful rather than just issuing out respect to everybody just because they're human being and we acknowledge that they're deeply flawed. Right. Well, one of the things that Chris clearly was talking about, he Chris was saying that uh, if they're if they're deeply religious, he he has trouble respecting them. And I would say mm. there are things about a lot of people that I know that I don't respect. Right. There are there are beliefs that they hold that I don't respect. There are, you know, I don't I you know, and and here's another thing for me. The belief that you hold is less important to how I respect you than how you live with that belief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so f- and, and, and also how you arrived at that belief. So if, if someone, you know, I can talk to a conservative person, uh, you know, I'm a pretty liberal guy. Mm-hmm. I can talk to a conservative person and if they are thoughtful and if they have been uh, and, and if they are paying attention and if they are well informed and they're honest, mm-hmm. and they've just come to a different conclusion than I have, fine. I think right. that that's great. And and I can have a really interesting discussion with that person. Right. If they are knee-jerk, if mm. they are reactionary. Ditto heads. It, on either side. I, can't, I also cannot talk to liberals who are like that. <laughs> I can't talk to people who are like that. I have no respect right. for them. <gasps> Dan. Ta-da! No respect. I did it. What? I disrespect them. I did it. <laughs> I got to that point. But the the point is, so so I mean, they do have the inherent respect of, of humanity. Right. Yes. And and I respect their humanity in the same way that you described. Right. 
but I'm just saying that like having conservative views, having religion, uh-huh. these these in my mind do not disqualify a person from respect. It's yeah. how they act on it. Mm. So for instance, you know, I, I a person like Bill O'Reilly, mm-hmm. if I ever meet him, I will challenge him to a fight. I don't know why. I just really want to punch that man in the face. I would. I, I guarantee he has a longer reach than you. Yeah. Oh, he'll he'll wipe he'll... the floor with me if I get one. <laughs> he's I, he's much older than I am, and yet oh. he would easily beat me up. I don't. There's care. no doubt. I don't care. He's a <laughs> he's a meaner man. He'll kill me. But if I get one punch in, I will feel like I've done humanity a service. Oh. But that's but that's not because of his conservatism. Uh, or his religious belief, it's because of how he deals with he's his... He's a concern. raging douchebag. It's be- yeah, it's because he's an asshole and yeah. a liar and he hurts my country. And, and he does that. it just for the sake of his show. Yeah, he does it for ratings and money. Uh-huh. That's why he does it. He doesn't do it for ide- ideological reasons. Right. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, he, I mean, yeah. he's an ideologue because it pays. If he was instead your neighbor who didn't have a TV show... Right. I, then he's just a raving guy that lives next door. I don't need to fight that guy. <laughs> but what if he was just the same level of douchebag? No, no, he can't be. He doesn't have a forum. He doesn't have He doesn't forum. hurt my country by doing it. He doesn't have a forum where he trains others to be douchebags like himself. Right. Yeah, all right. That's, that's, that's where I draw the line of who I'm going to punch. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Anyway, uh, I, so we had a couple of people... Uh, do some donations on the PayPal. Yes. I wanted to... Uh, I'll get to the PayPal ones. Uh, we had um, uh, Amy, who gave us uh, a, a a few bucks just because she was uh, making up for the Patreon amount that we missed last last month. Oh, that's sweet. That was very, very sweet of, of Amy. And Kimberly gave us a one-time donation as well. So thank you both. So uh, that's the uh, PayPal, not PayPal, PayPal ones, yes. And mm-hmm. you've got the Patreon uh, yeah, donors. And, and uh, unfortunately, we don't have any. Oh, dear. No new ones. No new ones for no this week. Uh, one of the things that we should talk about is that you, listener, may have heard an advertisement <gasps> at the beginning of this show. <laughs> um, you may or may not have. It seems to be a little bit scary spotty uh, but you may have yeah. and uh, and we did not explain any of that to you and it could be a big national ad too that yeah. you heard like yeah. not like uh so anywho what we have done is we trade we changed over to a new host service for the podcast right and we did so because um these are some folks that we met at um the, at the podcast, podcast convention movement convention yeah that, that we went to um a few months ago and they were they were good folks and we were talking to them about their service and they were energetic about um this podcast and uh and really just there was a great conversation about you know how we might be able to you know, get more listeners and then they seem very supportive and they've got a great active community. And so we finally got around to switching over hosts and I checked the revenue stream box checkmark box thing yeah and said yes of course we'd like to make some money off this. I didn't. Well, and one of the reasons that we made this switch was because these guys, uh, they do try and help us make some revenue absolutely um, by 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 doing ad placements so right. and so they're just fulfilling their part of our bargain i they they, they absolutely were um and uh, in fact way quicker 
than I would have expected. Right. We weren't we weren't anticipating that it would just <laughs> happen instantaneous. So, uh, so, uh, so that's what that is. We're 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 ironing out ironing out details at right. the moment as to like what what is it going to really look like long term so if you do have to sit through some ads for you know car insurance or, or whatever, whatever uh or, or or there was a fast food chain i think we heard one for yes uh so there's stuff like that big national ads so hopefully hopefully that's not too big an issue for you if you have yeah. a if you have some response that you'd like to let us know you can write to us yeah. and and let us know how you're responding S- scale to it. of one to ten how annoying do you find it? Uh, and 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 ten you, being thoroughly annoying, and do you mind us being completely benign? A, we're just trying to trying to offset the cost of this thing a little bit here, <laughs> people. That's all we're trying to do. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah. Uh, thank you all. Thanks to the donors. Um, that still is a vital part of what we do. Yeah. Uh, even with the 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 commercials and everything, we Absolutely. we, we kind of we we still need our donor base. It's very 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 important to us. But we and we love you so much. Yes. Absolutely. Resolutions. Okay. New Year's resolution. That's what we're going to talk about. It's we're gonna, coming up. We're the the new the year will be new ever mm-hmm. so quickly. Yeah. Um, and we wanted to just discuss. Uh, when we've done this before, you know, this idea of, you know, we've talked about setting goals at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting tradition uh, and one that I, uh, I do, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a much of a resolution setter. You are. Here's what I'm doing. Okay. See, okay. So I like the idea of setting resolutions. Yes. Um. In as much as I understand the word resolution in this context to be goals. Okay. Okay. And there is something really nice about this happening right sort of right after that, that, that awful uh, winter solstice. <laughs> Why is that awful? Because I get really sad and depressed okay, in the sure. lead up to... Uh, the, 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 the shortest day of the year. Right. As it gets. And I do, I, I, I get extremely blue. Um, and, uh, and I, I'm very tired all the time and I have, uh, whether or not it's showing, I feel sad face. Oh, do you know what sad face is, Dan? Have you ever walked around and you're just like, my face is, I feel sad (laughs) in like in my face, my cheeks don't feel right. My eyes feel heavy. Oh. I just feel sad. That's right? rough. I know. It's no, awful. Nobody wants sad face. At four o'clock in the afternoon the other day, I'm getting ready to, to wrap up at work. Mm-hmm. And I, I, could, I was just so fucking tired. Uh-huh. I went home and slept for an hour and a half. <laughs> That'll happen. Nap. I don't take naps. Oh. But I turned the TV on and I watched a few park and recreations and... And a delightful show. Oh, yeah. So much fun. And uh, and then uh, and just napped through them. So I don't know what happened in the middle of the second season. By the way, I'm so going to don't tell me. I'm going to take a know. quick sidebar uh-huh. on that because you just reminded me of it. Yeah. Uh, there was so l- faithful listeners will remember that I, I me and a, and a writing partner won a comp, uh, com- the no God but funny oh, uh, yeah, writing yeah, yeah. competition yeah, yeah. Uh, for which we just went to Los Angeles and mm-hmm. had a reading. Oh. Of our winning uh, teleplay for our sitcom. Oh, how fun. Uh, which included uh, one, the guy that plays Jerry on Parks and Rec. No way. He was the dad in our in our little sitcom no reading. Way. That's how, how cute is that? That's really cute. How fun is that? Jerry. 
<laughs> so well, that's yeah, awesome. We, cool. we had we had a we had a, a minor celebrity. Mm, that, was, that was it. Who, Fantastic. by the way, was the only uh, theist in the in in the in the reading? Oh, really? An actual Christian huh. playing the Christian dad. So oh, that fun. worked out well. All right. Well, cool. Um. Well, where was I? Uh, back to resolutions. Back to resolutions. So anyway, I've just, I've just been sad. And so I feel like, but I feel myself waking, waking up mm. and pulling out of it almost immediately upon the, the days starting to get longer. Again, Interesting. Right? It's the weirdest thing. I hate it, but it's totally predictable that sometime a little bit before Thanksgiving, but definitely after Thanksgiving, it's just a really bad three to four weeks. Huh. Every year now. And I hate it. There you but anyway, go. so there's something really nice that on this little uptick, mm-hmm. when 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 life starts to become bearable again, yeah. that uh, I'm thinking about what do I want to 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 do with my life over the next year? Right, right. And so it's more just an opportunity. It's a topic that's out there. I hate that some of these. Uh, that will invariably make the list, which is, you know, like, you know, adding some sort of physical fitness activity to my life. Yeah. Um, does mean that I would have to fight the crowds at the gym for all the people who made a similar resolution. <laughs> oh, the, the, uh, you know. this, the, the, uh, the, the January rush. Yeah. yeah. That quickly dissipates yeah. when everybody's goals fail. Yes. But I am determined this year to find some sort of fitness routine for myself. Well, you know, here's what here's, I was having a conversation about uh, resolutions with a friend of mine. And mm-hmm. we were talking about how they always fail, how they're inevitably going to fail. It's almost a lock. And she was pointing out <laughs> that she... Uh, that, that makes me very sad about some of these, Dan. Well, I, we'll get to it. But she, was, she had this interesting notion that instead of... Because what happens is you say, I'm gonna, my, my New Year's resolution is I'm going to go to the gym three times a week. Two mm-hmm. or three times a week. Right. That's my resolution. And you do it for the first month. You, you get it, you know, th- four weeks in a row, you've got it down. Mm-hmm. And then when, you know, something catches up with you and you're like, oh shit, I got to skip this week. I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I only went once this week and then you'd go back and then you have another couple weeks where it's like, oh, I didn't do it at all. Oh shit, blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as you give yourself, as soon as you don't do it, like once you fail, you just, the whole resolution just crumbles and you just yeah. stop. Yeah. So her new thing is instead of a instead of a resolution to do a specific thing like go to the gym three times a week, it's she takes a much more a, a much a much more sort of global approach to it. Where not global meaning like she wants the whole world to go to the gym, but global in the sense of like it's a much it's a much bigger uh, broader tent. So she says I want to be in better physical health, and I'm going to. Uh, find some ways to do that. Right. And, 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 and it's not about like, I have to do X, Y, and Z. Right. Or I failed. Right. Because the second you give yourself a, an opportunity to fail, you give yourself an out at, yeah, for the well, resolution. I think Psychologically. It's, I, think I think it's more that a lot of these resolutions are really uh, about forming new habits. Mm. And forming new habits is incredibly difficult. In fact, it's it's the kind of thing that you do automatically fail at, hmm. right? For the most part, um, and so she is going down the right road because she's thinking of it in broader terms. It goes goes back to what I was talking about. 
setting goals mm-hmm. for the year. Sure. Because goals are, are multifaceted. If you say in continuing with this, this example of getting yourself into, you know, better physical condition. Yeah. Yeah. You, ha- you, you have a list of things, a list of different approaches that, that can be, you know, sort of your different strategies for, for achieving that bigger idea. Right. Right. Um, but you know, do you want to hear some of my others, or do you yeah, want to, do you, want, do you to. want to share one before? No, no, I dive right in. Uh, well, I have uh, uh, learned to make ravioli. Okay, right. That's a that's an achievable goal. Totally achievable. Yeah, right. Uh, that would actually be more of an of an uh, a strategy or an action item, <laughs> maybe under a goal that says uh, become a better cook improve my cooking ability right but i didn't do that sure i kept this as just like a one little thing okay. i want to learn to make ravioli and in the okay. process unwittingly i will become a better cook indeed um and uh take more naps okay because i've go. discovered naps it, i turned 40 and all of a sudden i feel like taking naps you're an um, old old man <laughs> I, I hated naps for the first 40 years of my life well it's a new leaf and now, you've, now you've I, 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 I'm enjoying naps. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to um, cure my dog of his anger issues. <laughs> okay. Which manifests in biting people that he doesn't know. And so <laughs> I, want, I, I want, I need, that's not even a want, that's a need. That's a, that's a I legal responsibility. To f- yeah, he hasn't hurt anyone. Well... He's drawn a little bit of blood. He's a little dog. Uh, that counts as hurting someone. Right, but he didn't, like, <laughs> rip off flesh or tear off an arm or I think maim I, I or still, disfigure. I still feel like you've got a liability on your he hands. He nips at knees oh, is what a, he does. He's a little knee uh, And I feel, like, I feel like it's time, this might be the year, uh-huh. to get Frank a boyfriend. Oh! Okay, sure. It's time. Sure. I, I spent 2015 single. Yeah. Maybe. Why not make 2016 the year of of companionship? I mean, if I learn how to make that ravioli, you're you're so you're you're golden. And and my dog doesn't bite the first guy who comes along. <laughs> right. Exactly. Then, well, yeah. Then, you. I definitely think that the order you go in has to be boyfriend last. Yeah, because dog and ravioli first, and the gym, and the gym. Yeah, yeah, all of those things will contribute and to boyfriend. Naps, so I'd be more restful. And not grumpy. And not grumpy. Yeah. yeah, that might be okay. Yeah. So next December, you, maybe you'll have, you'll, you'll be able to start it's seeking that. happen. You're never going to get a boyfriend. Daniel! <laughs> that is just rude. <laughs> I kid, I kid. You can't kid. Okay, I'm sorry. 40-year-old and gay, it's not... That's true. That's like 80 in gay years. Yeah. It's not it's not untouchable. Nice. Yeah. The pariahs. <laughs> you are unclean community. You are you are stricken with the old. <laughs> yeah. Unclean. I don't look old. No. I don't feel old. No, I, I think that's the dirty secret is that you never feel old. Yeah. It's just that everybody else you don't judge yourself as old. Perceive you as being It's just old. everybody else is like old and you're like, "What? Me? Never. Ow my back." <laughs> like that's just how that works. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have resolutions, but I wanted, to, but I wanted to think oh, about. So like, I'm just, I'm the one out in the lurch here. No, here's some here's, resolutions. Here's where I went with this. I decided to start to think because I don't, I don't know. I mean, like I have goals. I have, I th- like you know, I want. I'm going to be right, finishing up a screenplay that I was mm. writing, a feature film, mm-hmm. uh, and and hopefully shopping it around. Mm. Um, 
and and stuff. So that's a goal that I have. But in terms of New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. I wanted are- to come up with something that I can do and that I would that I would want to suggest would might be an interesting thought for our listeners as well. Mm. So I'm getting more general than mm. just like sort of what my life is. Mm. <laughs> oh, you disapprove already? I will, I want to hear some personal goals. That's all. Well, you don't get to things that are that are that are are new. For this year, not something that you're working on, because I have, you know, I have things I'm working on. Yeah. These are, these are new things, things, things that you want to do with your life in the year, but you didn't come up with it until now. That's not what I'm doing. That's not where I'm going with this. You can't bully me into it. I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. All right, Dan. You, just, you just changed the rules on me, so I should have. Oh, I'm sorry. We had rules. We didn't well, have you rules. You said we're coming up with resolutions. These are my resolutions. Okay, let's hear it. My resolutions are: I want to learn to hear, but hear others uh, who disagree with me better, and 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 more. I want the wither the the withering look that Frank just gave me. I. I I pro- I propose what I believe to be a noble <laughs> goal, and Frank is now completely off his nut about it. Okay, keep I don't I don't know what your deal is. I don't know what you, I think that that's a good goal. I want I want to be able to I want to I want keep going. I'm I'm sorry. No, it is a great goal. I'm trying to respect the it's, world. It's, <laughs> just keep going, Frank. Keep going. Jesus Christ. Right, keep going. <laughs> no, now I don't want to. No, share all your 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 goals, please. I'm ready. I want to hear your why you're responding the way that you did to what I just said. <laughs> it's just like I don't know. I just think it's funny. I'm like learn to make ravioli and take more naps, and you're just like it's just this this. I want to learn to listen to people and really hear what they're having to say and this and that. It, it was just a funny juxtaposition. <laughs> okay. Like, I I. I didn't make fun of ravioli. Jesus Christ. Because ravioli are amazing. And homemade ravioli, Dan? I've made ravioli. I know how to make ravioli. Okay, I'm sure they're great. (laughs) Some of us have already achieved that one. Oh, well, great. Boom. This isn't about... (laughs) Well... No, I'm sorry. I apologize. It's not competition. I apologize. I was making fun of your goals, and as we know on this show... You're the one that makes fun of my goals, not the other way around. Clearly, clearly, (laughs) you... I agree. You do need to learn how to, to hear people more. I, I that's a great that's a great thing to work on. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I don't know. I I I'm gonna here's my goal. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna bounce off of the uh the hear others more. I'm gonna my I'm gonna make a goal to get some religious people onto our show mm. and, and have some interesting discussions. That's a great goal. That will be my goal. I like that goal. And then you can sit there and you can Try to really hear what they have to say. That's what I'm going to do, Frank. That's <laughs> what else exactly do you have on your I... list? Because you just came up with that one. Fuck That's my, not no, on your it list. It is my list. That is on my list. That's but... on your list? Yes, but no. fuck my list. Oh, okay. It's on my That was. But now you're... Fuck you. Dan. No. I'm sorry, Dan. You ruined it. No, come on. Tell me the next one. I want to hear the next one. It, it's all stuff like that. Then the, okay, then I won't laugh at the next ones. <laughs> okay, just, just tell me. I just I I also want to learn to I because here's the thing, when I'm in conversation with another person, mm-hmm. I want to learn to 
better and this is this is, i mean this is along the same lines this was sort of under the umbrella of of better communication mm-hmm. but i wanted to learn to uh to uh curb my own reactionary uh th- impulse was that just targeted at me (laughs) no i'm you wanted to hear the rest of my list okay no no no. keep going jesus christ keep going i felt that that was mildly targeted at me (laughs) and so i was like okay (laughs) what's the next one (laughs) that's basically it like this was what i was i was i wrote those down as the idea of like i was going to go into a larger discussion of that like that's the thing. That's okay. what I was talking about. I think like that's great. Wanting to wanting to this loops back around to the the email. Right. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Like I would what what, what because and and again I've been sort of obsessing lately about how humans aren't we're not good at all of this logic and reason stuff. Mm-hmm. We we're good at it when we're unencumbered mm-hmm. emotionally. Mm-hmm. I just want to be. And here's the other thing that I wanted to say about communication, which is uh, that we didn't get to talk that I didn't get to say when we were talking about that email. And that was that uh, if you bring the best of you Mm -hmm. to a conversation, Mm -hmm. even when somebody else isn't bringing the best of them, Mm -hmm. when someone's talking from, you know, sort of very reactionary place when they're talking from a very angry place, when they're talking from all of these things, Mm -hmm. I think um, bringing the best of you not being reactionary Wanting to hear what they have to say and 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 not saying you know not react not immediately like aha you're wrong and here's why but rather mm. you know actually you know just saying I'm interested in that I feel like there may be some you know I I want you to help me understand this better and just mm-hmm. uh, coming f- coming at it from a much more caring uh, loving place mm-hmm. uh, actually will oftentimes I'm not going to say every time by any means. But frequently in my life, I have found that when I've when I've actually had the wherewithal to do that, you end up getting so much better response out mm-hmm. of them. And you you know the, when you talk to directly to the best of them mm-hmm. from the best of you, mm-hmm. you have a, a, a much stronger conversation. Hmm. So I, that is my goal. Hmm. All right. And you made it through all of that without laughing once. So. It was a small miracle. Dan. It was amazing. I was working very hard. I know. I because s- I'd lost control. I know. You, the, the, <laughs> half of it wasn't even about the thing anymore. It was about the fact that I couldn't control my laughter. Well, there's another. <gasps> there you go. Good God. Anyway, uh, that's where we stand, folks. If you've got some resolutions, if, if you think that you've got a creative approach to New Year's resolutions, uh, I'd like to hear it. I think that that might be an interesting thing to do. Um, yeah, sure. So uh, go ahead and write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or tell us about it with your voice. Yes. Call in. The number is 424-666-8442. Yeah. Uh, there's fun stuff on the on the webs. If you go to the f- Facebook page, that's facebook.com slash Atheist. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. And we'll, yeah. Eventually, you'll, Dan will let you in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there you go. Hey, thanks to Mackenzie for all her hard work on the Facebook page. And thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. And thank you, our dear fine listener, uh, for your tuning in to us once again. Once again. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye, guys.